revelation of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we need your Holy Spirit to enlighten us. We need your Holy Spirit to minister to us. We need your Holy Spirit to inspire us this night. Thank you, Lord. And we come against any other distraction in the mighty name of Jesus. We have set our time for you, Lord, and we want to make the best time for you, our Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Because I have sinned against him, I will bear the Lord's wrath until he pleads my case and establishes my right. He will bring me out into the light. I will see his righteousness. Then my enemy will see it and will be covered with shame. She who said to me, where is the Lord your God? My eyes will see her downfall. Even now she will be trampled underfoot like mire in the streets. Praise the Lord. Praise God. This is beautiful. You know, uh, at the back of all this is a forgiving God. Forgiveness is a miracle. It's a miracle that comes to us in a fresh manner. In verse, uh, in chapter 7, verse 19, it says, You will again have compassion on us. You treat our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depth of the sea. You can see that it is sin that is bringing the fall. It is sin that causing us to stumble. But because of his comp compassion, he's going to lift us. I don't know how many times you have fallen. I have fallen many times in weakness. I have felt weak, but I'll, I'll rise again by the grace of God. So forgiveness is a miracle of a fresh beginning a new beginning, a second chance. Even though I fall, I'll rise up. It's just a miracle. Forgiveness is a miracle of that second thought. On Mount Sinai, God revealed himself as a God who delights in forgiving sins. Because of his compassion, love, grace, and mercy, God offers pardon for our sins and putting them out of sight, out of reach, out of the mind, and out of existence. God puts everything off. Even though I fall, I'll rise again. Even though my sin mounts a burden over me, I'll rise up again. Praise the Lord. And so Christ's death on the cross by shedding of his blood overshadowed all this overshadowed our sins and we thank God that we have a place we have a place to run to we have someone who will help us when we have fallen and we will be looking at a few people who fell one or two so Jesus Christ carried our sins he carried our pride he carried our selfishness hatred deceit and name it, he carried everything on the cross so that those who truly, truly believe, who are repentant, who are righteous, who strive to be holy, because it's hard to be holy, but all of us strive, may be declared innocent and free from the controlling power of sin. You know, all of us who are here, we are believers. We are repenting. Can you imagine, since we started these prayers, we have been repenting. And we are going to continue repenting. Why? Because sin is the one that makes us fall. Sin is our enemy number one. Praise the Lord. And how I wonder at people who, who are against repentance. I wonder. There are some people who don't like uh, intercession because of repentance. Because re intercession is about 
clearing the way to God so that you can present the issue to God when you are uh, communicating effectively with him. So how do you do it if sin is on the way? So the Bible tells us that if we confess our sins and acknowledge our guilt and our responsibility, then God can forgive us. If we repent, Psalm 32 verse 5. If we repent our sins, acknowledge our guilt and our responsibilities, God can forgive us. Of course, brethren, we shall be changed by the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness transforms us. Forgiveness brings us to a responsibility, brings us a handshake from what has hurt us. Forgiveness. Even though I fall, I'll rise again. Praise the Lord. That means in our Christian life, we are bound to fall. There are so many things that bring us to fall. We really have to learn to freely forgive when we have fallen. Uh, we are coming from this angle because forgiveness is very key in a fallen man. Forgiveness is very key in a fallen man. And forgiveness is what clears our way to God. I want to digress a little bit, just a little bit, to let us look at another scenario. Because, you know, um, as you keep working, as you keep working, there are many people who may not see where you are going, who may not see the vision that God has given to you. And that's why we are praying for the servants of God. If people do not see your vision, if people do not see what God is showing you, they are bound to misunderstand you. They are not going to rally behind you. They are going to oppose you. They are going to come uh, against every activity that you do because they are not seeing what God has shown you. Now, let's look at Nehemiah a little bit. I want to digress a little bit. I'll come back to our main theme again. But I want to just digress for purposes of understanding another thing. You know, Nehemiah was doing a good job. Nehemiah was doing a good job. He was rebuilding the wall. Remember, he was in a privileged position. He was in a privileged position. He was a cupbearer. But he left all that. He left what he was doing because he wanted to do something for the temple of God. For he wanted to do something in Jerusalem. He wanted to repair the broken walls of Jerusalem. And so, opposition rose. Let me tell you, there was no opposition for Nehemiah when he was a cupbearer in Persia. There was no opposition. He was just a humble servant of God, serving, and there was no problem. He was doing his work because everything was easy, everything. But the moment he started to do the work, the moment he started to do the work, opposition started to come. Brethren, what am I saying? I am saying, when you are doing something, when you are doing something is when the opposition will come. If you choose to sit in your home, eat, go to the market, do everything, stay in your home, who's going to attack you? Who's going to oppose you? You are just a, a redundant person, an idoler at your home, doing nothing, you know? You, you, you are not making any impact. You are not influencing society. So, you, you, nobody will oppose you. But begin to influence. Begin to do something. Begin to move things. You will see Sanballat. 
you will see Tobia. You will see the Arab. Geshem will arrive. Praise the Lord. That is why for me, I want to encourage the, the ministers. Please, you must see Sanbalat. You must see Tobiah. You must see Geshem somewhere. In your office, you must see. If you are not seeing them, you are not making an impact. You are not doing anything. Praise the Lord. A big hand clap to the Lord. Because, because how will you realize that you are doing something if there is no impact? Praise the Lord. You see, there is something that I don't want you to do. I've said it before. That when I go to a place, I want to check out whether wicked forces are there. And then I will just be there and, and just say a, 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 a nice prayer. My friends, they will arise. They will come. They will attack. Then I know, okay, these people are here. Praise the Lord. But don't do that, please. I'm just, just a funny way of doing things, but praise the Lord. So, they are Sanbalats. They are Tobias. They are Geshems. They, they mocked and ridiculed this good work. The devil cannot allow anything good. I am hearing uh, people are not happy with all saints because of intercession. I'm just wondering, and I am having my own prayer against that one in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. How can you have a big church like this, a cathedral like this, and there's no intercession? How can you be seated in your home with all the dangers around, with all satanic priests who are doing wickedness, they are not sleeping around, and you are there comfortable? No intercession. My friend, you will die on your bed. They will just arrive and kill you there on your bed. So, my friends, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged that intercession, that we are here tonight because of prayer. Why are you here? Aren't you here because you're seeking God? That's why we are here. And we are praying for the church. Now, let me tell you, if you had stayed at home, would we be praying for the church? I know the kind of prayers you pray at home. For God, some food, somewhat, something, and then tomorrow morning and all that, and a job and all that. But when we are here, we are, we are foresighted. We are looking at the church of God. What's going to happen? What, what programs do we have? How should we pray? We, we are bringing together our faith. Praise the Lord. And so, we, we, we have to do intercession anyway, whether you like it or not. It's a must, because it's Jesus' ministry right now. We have to be aligned with the Lamb in the heavenly realms. We have to be aligned with Jesus. So forget about those people who are saying this and that, no repentance, no forgiveness, no what, no. In fact, no repentance, no forgiveness. Because they two go together. That's what they are saying. No repentance, therefore, no forgiveness. That's how I see it. Praise the Lord. So we have to be visionary. We have to move forward. You know, we are praying for revival. We are praying that there will be a global revival, not now a small revival. We are waiting upon the Lord for many things to happen in our nation. There are so many promises that have been given to our nation. One of them is that we are a burden bearer, a burden bearing nation, an altar of God. We want to see that happening. Praise the Lord. A big hand clap to the Lord. So no one is going to rise up from their sleeping beds where they are sleeping the whole night and, and, and shout at people who are praying the whole night. Well, who are you, by the way? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So they plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against Nehemiah. These people. They plotted. But in chapter 4, you know, that's not our main thing, but you can go there if you so wish. In chapter 4, verse 9, this is what this humble servant said. But we prayed to our God and posted a guard 
day and night to meet this threat. Friends, this is a time to post guards. To post guards in the church. To post guards in the city of Kampala. All saints must post guards in the city. Those days when we were walking before COVID, when we were walking during Lent, they said, is this another religion? Walking about praying early morning. They don't have anything to do on a Saturday. Can you imagine? So if for you, you cannot walk and pray, stay in your home. Others have the time to walk and pray. What am I saying? I'm saying let us post guards. Let us post watchmen everywhere to watch over the city, to watch over the church of God. Praise the Lord. And so in chapter 4, verse 11 and 13, further opposition with false, false writings, letters came up against Nehemiah. Oh my goodness. In chapter 6, verse 1 to 7, Nehemiah replied. You see, you must always reply. At some point, you must reply the opposition. Nothing like what you are saying is happening. You are just making it up out of your head. Praise the Lord. That is how we should do. That's how we should respond. Nehemiah said, but I prayed. Now strengthen my hands. Praise the Lord. I want you to stand up and just ask the Lord to strengthen your hands. Strengthen your prayer tonight. Ask the Lord to strengthen you against any other opposition, against anything that is disturbing your mind. Father God Almighty, strengthen my hands. Lord God Almighty, strengthen my feet. Lord God Almighty, strengthen my vision. Lord God Almighty, strengthen my power, my hearing power. Strengthen my lips, my Lord, to pronounce that which is good before you. Strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen your church. Strengthen your church to pray. Strengthen your church in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brethren, you can sit. Now, brethren, I was looking for a place where Nehemiah would say, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. I was, I was looking really. Did Nehemiah say such a thing? He didn't say. However, as I was looking for that, I saw, a, I saw devotedness. To, to a very high level, to a level of moving in the night, inspecting the place and, and checking out, I saw that level. I saw a level of righteousness. I saw a level of repentance in Nehemiah chapter 9. I saw that level. Brethren, these are the things that raise our fallen state, devotedness, righteousness, repentance in our fallen state. In the end, I took note of Nehemiah's prayers. I took note as I was looking through. Now, in Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 14, listen to what he said. Remember me for this, oh my God, and do not blot out what I have so faithfully done for the house of my God and its services. Praise the Lord. This, the, this, this prayer blessed me. Remember me for this, oh my God, and do not blot out what I have so faithfully done. Brethren, I want us to press on. I want us to press on for revival. I want us to press on for evangelism. I want us to press on for intercession. Praise the Lord. And then in Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 22b, remember me for this also, oh my God, and show mercy to me according to your great love. See the prayers of a righteous man. See the prayers 
of a, a man who should have fallen, who should have immediately said, I, uh, with this kind of opposition, let me just go back to be a cupbearer. I can't stand this. But look at what the man is saying. Remember me according to your great love. In, chapter, in, in Nehemiah 13, verse 29, he prays now, listen to this prayer. Remember them, oh my God, because they defiled the priestly office and the covenant of, of the priesthood and the Levites. Now, this is the kind of prayer I want to pray. Remember God, remember the Sanballats. Remember Tobiah. Remember the Arab. Because the work of God must be done. Praise the Lord. The, the work, this is a time, this is not a time for us to just allow opposition. This is a time for us to do the work of God. And finally, in Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 30b, Remember me with favor, oh my God. Praise the Lord. Remember me with favor, oh my God. You see, against all this opposition around, against this opposition that doesn't want prayer. You know, I have to talk about prayer because that's, that's my office. I have to talk about it. So, against all this, Nehemiah is... Praying for favor. Praise the Lord. So if you are a minister and you are under attack, pray for favor. If you are in your office and there is so much opposition, pray for favor. Praise the Lord. And when God gives you favor, no man can withstand it. Because he has already granted. And every man will fall in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I now want to go back to our, where we are because that is the message for that day, by the way. That's the message of God. We must press on. We must press on because in the last days, there will be perilous times. In the last days, there will be opposition whether you like it or not. There will be persecution whether you like it or not. That's the message. Praise the Lord. That's the message which is coming in the spirit realm. So we cannot hide from it. So we need to, to brave ourselves, to brace ourselves. So it is clear what we, we have learned from this. But now I want us to go to Micah chapter 6. Or Micah chapter 6. I want us to pick from there, and then you will see what, how the other statement comes around. Micah, chapter 6. And it is because of sin, it is because of a fallen state of a nation, not just one man, a nation fell. A nation forfeited God, forsook God. And so, let me read what it says here. Uh, ma, ma, chapter 6, from verse 9. Listen, the Lord is calling to the city. And to fear your name is wisdom. Heed the rod and the one who appointed it. Am I still to forget, O wicked house, your ill-gotten treasures and a short effort which is accursed? Shall I acquit a man with dishonest, dishonest skills, with a bag of false weights, her rich men are violent. Her people are liars. And their tongues speak deceitfully. Therefore, I have begun to destroy you, to ruin you because of your sins. You will eat but not be satisfied. Your stomach will still be empty and you will store up but save nothing. 
because what you, have, what you save, I'll give it to the sword. You will plant, but not harvest. You will press olives, but not use the oil on yourselves. You will crush grapes, but not drink the wine. You have observed the statutes of Omri, the idols, and all the practices of Ahab's house, idolatry and all that. And you have followed their traditions. Therefore, I will give you over to ruin and your people to derision. You will bear the scorn of the nations. This is the background of this. And just as I have summarized here, it says, I'll make you sick and desolate for your sins. You'll not be satisfied, but you live in unrest. You will live in downheartedness, brokenness. You'll be in brokenness. Prayers that have no breakthrough. You will have business failure. You can't manage to put up with the economy. You'll be put to the sword, always wars and all that. You'll have crop failure every time. You'll bear the reproach. There'll be dissolution and, 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 and all these failures, reproach and all this. That is what was happening. And then finally, Israel says, let me go back to the Lord in verse 7 now. But as for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. And then verse 8 says, do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise up. Praise the Lord. So we look unto the Lord in our fallen state. Revelation chapter 2, that, uh, that, that letter to, the, to, the, to one of the churches says, I have fallen and I have fallen so deep. How far have I fallen? You know, we, we have fallen in many ways. But you know, we are so bold we are so strong-hearted that even when we have fallen, we are, our heads are high up. We don't really mind that we have fallen. Praise the Lord. But when we come to our senses like this, in prayer like this, we begin to look at our state and we know that there is hope for us to rise up. Praise the Lord. And my God will hear me. And when I fall, I will rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be my light. I will bear the wrath, wrath of the Lord because of my sin. Our issue is sin. Our issue is sin. Our fallenness is in sin. Our problem with God is sin. And we need to seek forgiveness. We need to plead with God in forgiveness. And I want us to rise up again. And just search out. You know, you will never get tired of repentance if you're serious. And when you even have nothing to repent, tell the Holy Spirit to remind you of something. Because this fallenness, to rise up from fallen state, is for us to go back to God is for us to seek God. Praise the Lord. Choir, I want us to give us, give us a song that brings us to that place of a fallen man, a fallen state.
of salvation. Friends, do you have the joy of salvation? It is that which our fallen state has deprived us of. Can you pray for a joy of salvation? Can you pray for a relief of a joy of salvation that you will rise up and shout for joy? Rise up and praise the Lord. Rise up and sing praises and worship to the God Almighty. That joy of salvation is what our fallenness has brought us. Father, Lord, God Almighty, release me from this fallen state. Release me from the grief of fallenness. Re release me from the grief of brokenness. Relieve, release me from grief, from innermost grief that binds my happiness. Release me, oh Lord. Release my joy. Release my full joy of salvation. Brethren, pray that prayer that God releases the joy of salvation in your life. That you should not be a miserable, saved person, born again miserable, with grief in your heart. Release, Lord, bring relief to my salvation. Bring joy to my salvation. I want to expand joy. I want to permit joy. I want to release joy to others. I want to release blessings to others. King of kings, I want to be free of grief, free, free, free of sickness, free of sorrow, free of fallenness. Lord, release me. Release me, King of kings. Release me, Lord of lords. Release me, my master. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16 says, For a just man falls seven times and rises up again. Praise the Lord. For a just man falls seven times but rises up again. No, you see, the Bible doesn't promise us freedom from problems. <laughs> we are, problems are part of us. We have to live with problems, whether you like it or not. There will always be one or two. In another season, there will be many. In another season, there may not be. But there is completely no time that you are free from trouble. You have to have trouble. And when trouble comes, that is when you become strong. That is when you begin to seek God. You know, intercession is not about seeking God because you have troubles. No. You are now seeking God because you are carrying burdens. You are carrying burdens of those who don't want to seek God. You are carrying burdens of those who are weak. You are carrying burdens of those who are full, fully in sin and they are blind. You are carrying burdens of the nation because there must be a repentance all the time for things that are happening that don't please God. You are carrying burdens of idolatry, of witchcraft, of wickedness around us. That is why we intercede. But many times people think you don't have anything to do. So you, you, you just have to pray. I mean, who doesn't have anything to do? We all have things to do. But how wonderful it is to wait upon the Lord. Because the church is under attack right now. The church is under attack. You've just come out of a closure of a church. The entire church was closed. If it was not for intercession, don't think that COVID just went out like that. It came. Some people say it, it will go the way it came. My friend, it didn't just go the way it came. There had to be serious intercession for it to go. Praise the Lord. So, 
Friends, we are always confronted with powers of darkness. We are confronted with sin. And that is what causes us to fall. But we have to seek God in that fallen state. Therefore, we must seek to be righteous people. Because when we fall, God lifts us. And you must be available to be lifted. Don't fall and remain fallen. Praise the Lord. You have to fall and even ask somebody to help you up. Brother, help me up. Sister, help me up. Something has gone wrong. God, help me up. I cannot come up. This time I've really fallen. I am down completely. Psalm 37 verse 24. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. Praise the Lord. The Lord will lift you with his hand. The Lord will raise you up. I want you to pray about your fallen state. And this time round, ask the Lord to lift you up. There is a weakness that is making you go down. There is a weakness that is causing you to fall. There is something that is befalling you. Rise up and tell God that thing that is causing your fallen state. That is causing a weakness in your life. It could be, it could be disease. It could be anxiety. It could be uh, a lacking of some sort, lack of money. It could be anything that is causing you to fall. It could be something that you don't even put a finger to. You don't even know why you are falling, why you are weak, what that is now called bondage. It could be. I know we have prayers in that line at some point, but now is the time also. So can you tell God this issue? Can you tell God? Can you sincerely? You know, sometimes even when we go for people to help us in prayer, we don't really say the real thing. But for now, I want you to say the real thing because no one is even here. Speak to God. Speak to God. Brethren, we came here to speak to God. We came here to, to be helped. We came here to pray together, to put our faith together. So can you say that thing that has caused you to become weak, to, become, to fall, to fall, to fall? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. Lord, lift each one of us in our fallen state. Master, Lord, we are looking to you. We are looking unto the throne of mercy in our fallen state. We are looking at Jesus' cross. We are looking at Jesus' cross. You know, yesterday I was praying with friends for someone and that person raised her hand and said, Elohim, Elohim, are you hearing my voice? And it, it finished me. And I joined, I joined that person. I said, Elohim, Elohim, are you hearing me? Brethren, I want you to shout. I want you to shout, Elohim, over this matter. Let us resolve it tonight. Lord, I don't want to come back to you over this issue. Elohim, Adonai, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rafa, Molo Matikendele Mosikelema, Molo Masielema Kalamasikelema, Molo Masie, Sie, Molo Masikendelema. My Lord, my God, why have you forsaken me? King of kings, Lord of lords, hear my voice on this issue. Hear us, hear us this time. Hear us, O King of kings. Him. Where are you, my Lord? Where are you? When people are beating your church, when people are beating your servants, when people, uh, when evil is taking over the land, where are you, Elohim? Where, where are you? When wickedness 
pushing us is dealing with our nation. Where are you, King of Kings? Elohim, Adonai. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Where are you? <coughs> when idols and spiritism is taking over the nations, where are you? Where are you, my Lord? Where are you, King of Kings? Where are you, Lord of Lords? In the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, hear us, hear my voice, hear my voice, hear my voice over your church, hear my voice over this nation, hear us, O oh Lord, Elohim, Elohim, why have you forsaken us, why have you forsaken me, my Lord, why have you forsaken my children, why have you forsaken my marriage, Elohim, why? My Lord and my God, why have you forsaken your church? Why have you forsaken this nation of Uganda? My Lord and my God, Elohim, Elohim, Adonai, the sacred God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, hear me. Forsaken someone who is sick here, someone who is bound here. Elohim, why have you forsaken them? Lord, release us, release your people, release those who are sick, release those who are bound, release them. We cast away every bondage in the name of Jesus. Elohim, Elohim, my Lord, my God, why? forsaken us. Elohim, King of Kings. Lord, yes, Heavenly Father, have mercy. Have mercy on us. Release us from all this fallenness. Release us from brokenheartedness. Release us from sin of bondage. Release us from sickness. Release us from every wickedness that has come around us from spiritism, from witchcraft, release us from, from all forms of persecution and ridicule, release us. Oh, Elohim, why have you forsaken us? Elohim, King of Kings, Elohim, my Lord and my God, Elohim, Adonai, Holomasi Elema, Lord, release us, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, we give you praise, we give you honor. We thank you, Lord, bless you. Yes, though we fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. So as Christians, we ought to remember that though you are not, though you are pressed from every side, you are not crushed. You are just pressed. You are just hard pressed. But you are not crushed. No one is going to crush you. We have always sinned and come short of the glory of God. Great biblical figures like Abraham, Moses, Elijah, David, Peter, talk about all of them. They failed at some point because they were effective in the service of God. That's why they, there was failure, because they were effective. Can you imagine? When you are effective, there will be failure. Praise the Lord. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Praise the Lord. So they did not just recover from their failure, but they used it as a tool for growth. Can we use our failure for it? as a tool to grow.
Can we begin to see every positive thing out of our failure? Praise the Lord. Can we look at our failure positively? And you know, there are these great words of Paul when he saw the vision in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I know you have read it. It doesn't matter. We read it again. I must go on boasting. Although there is nothing to be gained, I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know. But God knows, was caught up in paradise. He had inexpressible things. Praise the Lord. Things that were not even permitted. You know, when you have been at the foot of God. God reveals to you inexpressible things. God shows himself to you. God will become real in your life. And so, many may not see what you are experiencing. They may not see in that weakness when you have issues. But, Paul says, to keep me from becoming conceited because of this surpassingly great revelation. To keep me humble. To keep me within the fear of God. Because of the things. There was given me a thorn in my flesh. Do you have a thorn in your flesh? Do you have Oh, you are just happy, free from any thorn, from any thistle, from anything. It means you are not working. If you don't have a thorn, you are not working. Praise the Lord. So, there was given me a thorn, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. In my fallen state, the grace of God is sufficient. In your fallen state, the grace is sufficient. Praise the Lord. For my power is made perfect in weakness. How will you know God? How will you see God if you have not fallen? Do you understand David? Do you understand David? How he fell into sexual immorality. A king and even murdered. And he fell not once. And he, it was in that fallen state that he wrote Psalm 51. In that fallenness, he wrote Psalm 51. We've just been singing it. Singing from a psalm from a man that had fallen. Praise the Lord. Is there something that can come out of your fallenness? Is there something you can testify from your fallen state? Do you have something to say? You know what? This is what happened to me. I lost everything. I did this. I this. Things didn't go. But I trusted God. I trusted God. I prayed and God began to change my situation. Praise the Lord. And so, Paul continues with his testimony. He continues. He says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient. Therefore, I'll boast, on, I'll boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. So that Christ's power may rest on me. Praise the Lord. So it is the fallen state that brings the power of God to rest on you if you bring the fallen, the fallen state to him. If you care to come back to the Lord, if you care to come in a night like this to God in your weakness, in your fallen state, then the power will rest upon you. Praise the Lord. 
And so, that is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. A big hand clap to the Lord. A very big hand clap to the Lord. Brethren, we must be fallen in order to rise up in strength, in full strength of God, in full strength in prayer, in full strength in ministering the word of God, in full strength in using the spiritual gifts that God has given to his church, to his children, in full swing. From the fallen state that you rise up and you begin to do things. Look at Peter. Timid, a man who was timid, a man who had fallen from the fallen state. He's addressing the nation of Israel. He's addressing 3,000 people. Praise the Lord. He's from a fallen state. So all of us must use our fallen state to come back in full swing to the service of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we thank God that this man, Elijah, Elijah fell. Elijah of all people, a man who could command rain, not to rain for three and a half years. The man ran to the cave. Actually, that thing disturbed me a bit. I said, Elijah, you are not serious. Eh? From commanding rain not to rain for three and a half years to running inside a cave because of Jezebel. You see? That was his state, his fallen state. But you know, when he came out of there, it was fire. Praise the Lord. When he came out, he was able to meet Ahab. He was able to do things. He went to the desert. He did what? He pronounced the fall of certain kingdoms. So in that timidness, in that fear, you must come out like that. Praise the Lord. Uh, for those of you who know, I know that in Bugisu, some people, some people fear circumcision. Hmm? Some people fear, some people fear circumcision. So they try to, to run away, they try to go to places when it is time for circumcision, but, but now, when the other people, when the other people get you, they know who is running away from circumcision. They know. Praise the Lord. Yeah. They know who's running away. So when they arrive, maybe they arrive at your place at 5 a.m. or at 4 a.m., they have come to circumcise you. You must now become brave and say, yes, I am here, please. I, I don't fear. I am very strong. You have to behave like that. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you'll be an accursed person. You have to show that you are brave. You are just uh, not around. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you are just uh, missing from, from that time when they wanted you. So this, <laughs> this is what you should do. From the fallen state, from that fear, from that hiding, you now say, yes, devil, get away from my home. You can't chase me from here in the name of Jesus. Who do you think you are? You must quit. I cannot leave this place. You are the one to leave in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's how we should do things. Praise the Lord. We shouldn't be, oh, now, you see, they are now attacking the church. They are attacking me. They are. What is that? What's that? Don't understand. You, you must now come up and, and, and be brave and be bold and fight. A holy fight. A, fully, a holy fight. It must be a holy fight. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, the enemy will be prowling around, happy. You can't allow Satan to be happy doing this. No. You have to put Satan also in order. 
praise the Lord, because you have authority. You have authority of God. Eh? You have authority. Why should Satan use some people to make Christians <laughs> hide in homes? Eh? <laughs> what is that? I hate people who hide from enemies. You have to confront the enemy. Our biggest enemy is Satan himself with his demons. Eh? Can you imagine that there are some people who say, uh, we who intercede, we are the ones invoking demons. Can you imagine? May demons go for that person in the name of Jesus. Because how can you, how dare you say like that? How dare you say that when we are praying, we are invoking demons? Are we friends of demons? God put a curse between us and powers of darkness, serpents and all this. We can never be friends of them. Praise the Lord. So we thank God that he's doing something great in our time. He's doing something great in these days because the, the work of God is going on. So um, you have to confess your failure. You have to confess your failure. The way David did it, David confessed his failure and so that you are able to do even mightier things. Praise the Lord. You confess your failure so that you can do mightier things. Romans chapter 5 verse 20 says, where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Where sin abounds, grace must even supersede. Praise the Lord. So where there is that weakness, grace must supersede and allow grace to supersede sin. Allow grace to supersede your, weak, your weakest point. Allow grace. That's why Paul says, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. And God said, you know, when you're weak, it's when my grace is sufficient. So how can you get that grace from God if, if you are having a comfortable life? There's no, nothing disturbing you. There's uh, no much, a, a big deal. You are just uh, somebody who's, uh, who goes in and out unnoticed. Huh? You just enter in church and people don't even know that you went to pray. You work hard to let people know, I was actually in the church. I was seated at the back there. I was, you know, I was there. I was hearing. You know, I was there. Why don't you just walk in and people know this person is in church? They were in church. Praise the Lord. Because there is something that you are doing. Praise God. There must be something you are doing. If you have not arrived, there's not much that is happening. When you arrive, then there's something that is happening. Praise God. Peter did great things after Jesus. Great things. Paul did greater things after Jesus. They did wonderful things. They performed miracles. These biblical characters refused to die in their fallen state. They refused. They, 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 they were able to secure grace. They learned God as, as a God of the second chance. Praise the Lord. Peter, after failure, did not just disappear. Peter came back. And you know, Peter really came back. You know, when these women went to the tomb, I feel that is the time Peter really wanted to show off that he has come back. When these women went to the tomb, and you know, their story, people wanted to reduce their story. That some women went to the tomb this morning, and that they found uh, the, the, the tomb was empty, and that an angel talked to them. The, 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 the women are talking all over that these women, so when these women saw that their story is being reduced, 
They went to Peter. Said, Peter, we went to the tomb. And indeed, the Lord was not there. We met an angel who told us that he has gone to Galilee. That is not here. We were there. And then while we are there, we actually met with the Lord. Peter picked the story from the women's mouth and began to say, yes, yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. A big hand clap for Peter. Yes. And you know, then eventually God appeared to him. Jesus appeared to him and then said, yes, I have seen. He stopped talking about these women. He said, I, Peter, me, I have seen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so these women, I'm so sorry for them. These women kept on following Peter. This is what I've read. <laughs> kept on. Because Peter is talking their story. And then they are, Peter, you talk. <laughs> you, you talk. There are some people who are like that. Hmm? When there is trouble, you talk, you talk. You, you, you go, you go. We are coming. Yes. What did they say? What did they say? You are joking. Hey? Praise the Lord. So that is how these women kind of disappeared a bit. Hey? Instead of really saying, yeah, we are the ones who told Peter. And then Peter, then Peter also saw him. But we were the first. Now they just, I think they even went to their homes. Because now Peter went all, all over the place. Hey? That's now how women can disappear. Hey? I cannot allow to, be, to disappear like that. I must say, you, that's my story. In the name of Jesus. Peter, you cannot take my story. It's my story. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A big hand clap to the Lord. Because in our fallen state, that is when we rise up. Yes, yes, I like that sound. Can, can we blow the shofar? It's, it's even midnight. Let's be blowing, let's be blowing because it's time to pray. It's time to pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be. Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up. Let's be praying, let's be praying. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Blow, blow, blow the shofar. The shofar clears the atmosphere. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. And, and God says in Exodus chapter 33 verse 19, I will give mercy to the one I choose to give mercy. I will give compassion to the one I choose to give my compassion. And so, what are, we, what are we saying? May you be the one that he chooses to give his compassion. May you be the one that he chooses to show mercy. So let us pray, let us pray, let us pray. It's the hour of prayer. Let's just pray. Just speak anything that you want to speak to God. From whatever you, you, you have heard and whatever is inspiring you, that is the power of God, that's the spirit. Can we raise our hands and really speak to God? He is God, he is almighty. Father God almighty, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We honor you, our Lord, at this time, at this watch of the hour. We want to hear the voice of God. We, we are here because we want to we want you to respond to your to our pleas to respond to our prayers king of kings respond to our prayers lord of lords respond to us king of kings lord we give you thanks lord may you remember us may you remember to show us favor may you remember to show us love may you remember to show us mercy may you remember elohim may you hear our voices right now as we speak to you as we honor you thank you our lord 